like he'll just still talk over it. No one will know. <laughs> I have it playing, but I can't find the window that's playing it. <laughs> oh, crap. All right, so we need to open it in something I can actually adjust. Yay, the I'm into in. the show notes. Woohoo. <laughs> that took way longer than I needed it to. <laughs> Ding. Hey, I've been having this problem. I actually wasn't planning on talking about this on the show, but mm-hmm. it was the reason. So just now I was saying like I can't see I can't see the window to 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 uh do anything. Um I don't know if you're watching the live stream right now. Oh gosh, see it's doing it again. Um No, I'm not. I'm not yet. All right, I'll wait till you I'll wait till you get there, and I've got a I've got a uh, uh, setup prepared here. Thing. Um, okay, let's see here. Okay, I'm about ready to. Okay, I'm on the stream now. I'm on the. Stream. Okay, all right. So watch this. Watch what happens whenever I, whenever I maximize this window. Ah, I didn't do it. <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can make it happen. Look, you see that? Wait, wait. My screen just turns into this white blur. Oh yeah, now I see it. Now I just saw it. Yeah. Isn't this? That's- that's and, super weird. Yeah. And if I shake the window around, like you can kind of see the buttons and the buttons are there. So like I can close it. That's weird, huh? I have no idea what's causing that. Let's see if I can make it happen again. Yeah. It's doing it on my other monitor right now. Whoa. Oh but then goodness. whenever I made it. Whoa. Close, that's, I've never seen that ever. Never. That's so weird. It's, I'm trying to make it happen again. It's not a Firefox thing because it was doing it in Brave as well. Huh. So, I mean, the only thing I can think is it's some kind of graphics driver kind of deal. What are you using? What, what? What a uh, distro. I'm on Pop! OS still. I'm on Pop! Really? OS in, in Gnome. And I uh, this is the same Pop! OS I was using for the i3 experiment that we did. But I've just, you know, I've just reverted back to using Gnome. And I haven't, I've just been doing the regular updates. I haven't done anything, anything Interesting. else. And it, and it just started. It, that's, this just started happening huh. in the last couple of days. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that's annoying. Like, huh. like it's doing it on my other screen right now. Like you can kind of see before I let go of this window that it's doing it. But uh-huh. then there it goes. It's all white. Make it full screen. Yep. It's still white. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea what it is. I, I'm thinking that because I kind of like, I kind of like goofed around with this installation, getting right. the i3 to work and installing all that extra stuff. That I think I'm going to do a fresh install. I really like I really like Pop OS. I think I'm going to do Pop OS again. I kind of wish they had some other desktop options, but I'll probably just do. I'll probably just stick with the the install of GNOME. I guess it's. I haven't been having. It work for you. Yeah. So what was happening was um, if I would open my settings and then uh, on the audio tab, every once in a while, my audio device down here would just disappear. Like there would right, be yeah. nothing here. Um, and I couldn't select anything, and that has not happened in in a in a a while now. Like basically, hmm. it basically hasn't happened in, in podcast relative time. It hasn't happened in about three episodes of the podcast, which for us that's about a month and a half. So it's been a little while since yeah, it's happened. Wow. Um, but anyway. So I said I wasn't gonna have a cold open. Maybe that's the cold open. If you have any, <laughs> if you have any suggestions for how I could fix my weird, my weird blurry window, and and uh, it's like it's not even ghosting. It's just like yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> if I move it around, it, it'll. I could kind of see it. I could see through it. And that's, it's like it's. I don't even know because it's like it's not like a physical screen problem because I can see it through the you know stream. Yeah, and it and I had only ever seen it with my web browser. Um, but like I said, I saw it in Brave and in Firefox, but then yeah. right before we were starting the show, I was trying to play the audio file 
um, just by launching it in uh, from the file browser. So if I just like launch this file, so I can't see anything inside this window. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, but I open it in VLC on my other screen, so that's what I'll use to play it. All right, Graham says hi, guys. Hey, Graham, how's it going? We had an awesome, we had an awesome game last night. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you guys, you guys go all out <laughs> with your D and D. Yeah, I'm playing a lot of D and D lately. A lot of, a lot of RPGs. All right, you ready to start this thing? Welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. Uh, this is episode 16. Uh, we are live streaming. We're live streaming at like a lot of places today. We're doing uh, two YouTube channels and, and, and Twitch and Facebook. Yeah, we're trying to stream everywhere we can. Um, and uh, But I would say the place to find the edited versions of this, this podcast on YouTube is going to be Crowbar Kernel Panic. Um, I actually just made a, a, a Twitch. I've, I've had it for a little while, but I've never streamed to it. Uh, well, I have. I've I tried to stream once drawing. Like I was I was drawing on a drawing tablet, but like I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know like what do you say whenever there's no one watching you, and like one person shows up, and then you're like, oh, uh, uh, I, I I'm drawing. You know, like I didn't know what to do. So I just I've I've just never used the channel since then. So we're doing it for the first time tonight. Um. And uh, you can send us an email at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me, and you can join us on Discord. We have a link to that in the show notes. Um, let me turn this music down. We're, we're doing the music live today. It's the first time, first time we've tried that, too. Today's a day, a day of firsts. Um, so we're going to try to do the news at the beginning before the wanderings this time. That way, whenever we have this like clickbaity title and thumbnail, it'll actually make sense to, to the podcast. And then you can stay and listen to us banter about the stuff that has nothing to do with the clickbait uh, for the rest of the show, which is really the good part. So I'll go ahead and tell you that now. Stay for the good part. Um, but in the news, the first thing we've got uh, in the docket is a pretty fun story. Um, I didn't actually read this yet. I'm just reading it out. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So um, after waiting for his GPU, this man sent the shop an anniversary cake. So uh, there was a Polish guy that ordered a graphics card. <laughs> We've all been talking about how hard it is to get graphics cards lately. Um, and uh, on the one-year anniversary of his order, he actually had a cake commissioned and sent it to the shop to commemorate their, <laughs> their one-year anniversary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which is uh, not only hilarious, but it actually it actually worked out pretty good for him because uh, shortly after that, he received the graphics card. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> They're so, probably like, uh, this one guy gets this graphics card, but you know what? This guy sent us a cake, so we're going to transfer this one to him. <laughs> yeah, he probably jumped the line a little bit. Like there's yeah, like a few no. people didn't get theirs because he did. Definitely. <laughs> so maybe that's uh maybe that's how you get that's how you now every every yeah. place is gonna start getting cakes. Yeah, just start <laughs> sending hundreds cakes. Of cakes. <laughs> <laughs> just start sending cakes to all these companies and then they'll uh they'll get your graphics card out the door. 
<laughs> Man, I was looking over the weekend. Like, I was like trying to figure out like how like because because you recently upgraded, and so you know any yep. any good like gaming PC nerd can't see their friend get an upgrade and them not go. Okay, so I got to figure out how I could spend money now. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I was looking at graphics cards. Really and truly, I'm a little early for a graphics card. I should probably wait a little bit longer before I order a graphics card. Um, but uh, I should do CPU and RAM. But even CPU and RAM seems like kind of hard to get right now. Like it seems like everything yeah. is kind of on like huge delays for ordering. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like that, yeah. I'm gonna bake. I'm gonna bake a few cakes. I think. I think is the <laughs> is the solution really. <laughs> and make sure you set you have multiple ready, so you don't know what flavor they might like. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they should put that in the. They should put that in the questionnaire whenever you're ordering your card. You know, like you know how much uh, how much GPU RAM. You know what series Nvidia or Radeon uh, cheesecake, strawberry, carrot. You know, like they should add that. This these are all questions that I maybe they should add to the to the filtering. Whenever you filter, um, <laughs> whenever you filter on uh, Amazon or any website where you're ordering hardware, they should add that to the filter. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Graham oh, says that the Steam Deck is pretty much the future of PC gaming. You know what? I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of on board with that. I kind of like the idea. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I never want to get away from building my own my own PC. Like I think. Oh yeah, I don't want that to die ever. Like yeah. that's something that needs to. Because you know what's going to happen? It's it's never going to die. It really won't. Mm-hmm. But it's just going to keep getting more and more expensive because less people will be doing it, and then you know demand won't be as much, and then it'll just get more expensive, mm. and until we can't afford it. I didn't think about it from that light. Yeah, that's true. Um, we were actually talking to somebody last night. Um, a friend of mine's son is looking into building a, a gaming PC right now, and because of and, and, ouch, yeah, and because <laughs> of the price, and he, and he he understands this because he works at, at Geek Squad. He's someone I used to know from when I worked oh, there. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we were telling him we were like, it's almost like just get the kid a Steam Deck when it comes out, and then yeah. <laughs> hook it up to a mouse and keyboard <laughs> and monitor. Um, cause it's just crazy. Um, all right. Next on the news list, we have the bloody stealer advanced Trojan steals accounts from most major gaming platforms. Um, so this is, uh, the announcement of a, a malware that is not only like advanced in the way that it is, uh, it's hiding itself. So, um, it does a series of, um, obfuscation like trying to hide itself from researchers that are trying to find it or discover it by things like Kaspersky or you know any kind of malware scanning um but it's also targeting like steam good old games like it's it's targeting uh like gaming Hmm. accounts and then turning around and selling those accounts in bulk online um i'm assuming this is (laughs) this is a windows thing uh probably most most likely windows yeah I don't I don't read Windows specific anywhere here, but I'm assuming it is. It's uh more than more than likely. I, I didn't actually look into that either, but you know, I don't know if I told you I think I told I think I told this story. Um the time that I tried to use a nefarious <laughs> uh software for a game. Uh, I think the statute of limitations now are, are lifted, right? But uh I tried to use a phishing bot 
to try to like fish in World of Warcraft. Yes, you did tell us that. Yeah, and it stole my yep. account details. And whenever I logged into my account, it had stole all my guild stuff and like was <laughs> it was like a gold farmer or whatever. Um, uh, so I got that through like downloading something like, like I brought that upon myself because like <laughs> I downloaded something from a shady website. Yeah. That you're, I, you're almost expecting something to happen right, at that point. Yeah, like that was completely, that was like completely, uh, like I was totally bringing that on myself. Um, I wonder, I wonder if this article, I don't know if it describes it here. Kaspersky is the, is the company that, uh, made the, uh, discovery. Um, Researchers advise other common sense measures like using strong passwords, two-factor authentication, only downloading apps from trusted sources, um, <laughs> making sure the website is asking for your credentials, um, are authenticated, not clicking links and emails, bada, 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 bada. What's um, wrong with authenticapps.com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totallylegitapps.com. Yeah. <laughs> this will not brick your computer.com. Um, let's see. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a, a quote. Uh, we are able to identify several anti-analysis methods that were used to complicate, uh, reverse engineering and analysis of bloody stealer, including the usage of packers and anti-debugging techniques. Um, so that's, uh, describing, you know, what it was doing to kind of obfuscate itself, um, obfuscate itself, um, we had been monitoring the Bloody Steeler since its announcement, um, so we were able to notice that the majority of the Bloody Steeler samples um, were protected with the commercial solution named AgileNet. While analyzing samples discovered in the wild, we found that some of their some of them were protected not only by AgileNet but also with other very popular protection tools for the .NET environment, such as Confuser. So, if it's using .NET. Then yeah, it must be Microsoft. It must be Microsoft. Yeah. Um, here's this was crazy too. So Kaspersky says that the sellers use a malware as a service um, distribution model. It only costs ten dollars per month or forty dollars mm. for a lifetime license. What? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Making it attractive for those wishing to steal gaming accounts, and uh, they've got some posts here of like. <sighs> Uh, some Madden accounts they're selling online for like 50 cents an account. Um, Thank goodness my account sucks. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants my account. Uh, $4,000 uh, for a bulk of 280,000 accounts. So I wonder what? if this, like, is this stealing, is this stealing like, um, is this stealing like people's like, accounts to a specific game or is it like stealing like your steam account yeah i'm not sure i i i think it might be your steam account which would be that that now that's scary yeah that happen because then you're freaking that's all your games and stuff yeah i see here let me see here i've got a mat so i have two-factor turned on on mine and i have a complicated password um but i I don't know. I'm nervous to talk about it because <laughs> because I know that there's going to be segments where I'm going to show my Steam name, and I already have on the stream. Um, but uh, I think I have a somewhat valuable Steam account because I got it during the like mine's a four digit account because I got it so Ooh. I've had it so long. Um, but in all honesty, I don't know what mine is. I've never actually checked. I don't do achievement. Like I don't know why you'd want my account. I don't do achievements. I only buy yeah. cheap games. <laughs> <laughs> you got like ten year old games. Yeah, I'll, yeah. You want Lord of the Rings online? You want Star Trek online? Like what? what you want these old MMOs? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Um, They're all free to play games. Yeah. <laughs> this account sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who stole this account? <laughs> I don't think I don't have a good name. Um, yeah, I don't think mine's worth stealing, but <laughs> <laughs> now I'm nervous about it anyway. Um uh probably this will probably be the uh this topic right here may be the titling of the show. I don't know yet. Um, but the next news item we have Linus and Luke are testing Linux. Um, so this is from the WAN show. I don't have a link or anything to pull up, but in the most recent episode, they talked about their like Linux challenge that they're doing. Um, and I listened to the episode. Um, I got some things I'm a little worried about. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, what you you I got probably, a couple of things I'm worried about. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, but I, I I feel like I I could be wrong, but I feel like you have a better understanding of what their challenge is. Um, so can you can you describe it to me a little bit? Um, as far as I know, what they're gonna do is they're going to um switch over their main gaming PCs, both of them, to two different distros, mm-hmm. and the. I'm not sure what distros are going to pick yet. I haven't we have we haven't got the new WAN show yet to know which ones. I don't even know if they're going to pick them this next one, but um, we're kind of assuming it's going to be Pop OS on on uh, Linus's side and on um, Luke's side. It we're not sure yet because there was a lot of different ones, including yeah. Gen two, and I'm oh like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Who the heck? And then they scoffed. I love this. This was the best part of the whole show. I laughed for a good five minutes for this. Yeah. They scoffed at Fedora. And yet we picked Fedora as one Our of favorite. the best, yeah. if not the best freaking gaming distro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, I was I was dying. The the part that I listened to was they were really talking about how the Fedora meme, you know, like the Milady yeah, kind of, yep, kind of meme yep. thing. Um, <laughs> they were kind of joking about that more than the actual OS itself. But right. you know, I think that you know, I'm one of those people too. I remember uh, in old Linux action shows, they used to always like Fedora was like the joke of the show. Like everybody, they always made fun of Fedora, and <laughs> uh, Fedora was one of the first. If not the first, I never can remember if I actually tried Ubuntu or Fedora first, but I was trying both around that same time period. And um, I've always kind of kind of thought that it was like a little bit of a joke. But then when we've tried it recently, um, yeah, I mean, it's actually really polished. It's really good. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's not. I think it is for a particular user. Like, I think if oh, yeah. you. if it's, you, Yeah, it's not for a beginner. There's, right. There's some things you have yeah. to do to get it right. But not. it's not as bad as Arch or something like that. Oh, not no. Not close to that. No. For a new user. Yeah. Yes and no. Okay. So I. <laughs> yes and no. Because so I, I, will, I will get like. All right. So I get on my Arch soapbox a lot of times. Um, but, uh, so, so like arch arch, by the way, listeners in the, in the chat, like don't hate. (laughs) All right. But I will say that there are some things about arch that actually makes things like more user friendly, like the arch user repository for the longest time I would use Reaper on arch because it was in the arch user repository, but they didn't have a nice clean installer for Debian. You had to like, Mm. you had to like build it from like their, their source or like you had to do like a make install and all this kind of stuff. And at that time I wasn't familiar with that. And so I was like, I'm just going to install arch because I can just like, yay, install that thing and (laughs) it'll work. I don't have to worry about how to make it, you know, from, from nothing. And so, uh, there, there is some user friendliness to, to arch even right. over fedora 
Some some people I might would say try Arch before Fedora, but then there's some people that if you have any experience in the IT world, maybe you've used Red Hat before, um, then definitely Fedora is is going to be more friendly to you. Um, but yeah, I wonder I wonder what uh, I wonder what Luke's gonna gonna choose on his side. I'm pretty sure Linus will uh, do Pop though, probably. I, I I hope it's like I hope it's like Manjaro or something like that. That's yeah. that's not gonna be crazy because Manjaro and Pop. Well, even Pop's going to give Linus probably a hard time, but Manjaro's probably one of the best all-around distros just because it has the AUR and all that stuff, like you said. So, you'd, so it's got all the software, and um, you know, it's it's got it's got all the dis- the desktops and all that stuff. It's like it's yeah. just a well-rounded uh, distro. Yeah. Hey, uh, give me well, give me just a second. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. I- commotion in the other room i gotta make sure uh, my kid's not going crazy all right so i guess i'll keep talking <laughs> so yeah i mean i don't know how how i feel about this with linus and uh and luke oh i just don't know how they're gonna get get around a lot of the stuff that has to do with um with uh linux being linux you know they're gonna have to i was just talking about um, yeah. linus and luke and how they're gonna be able to deal with being linux and you know Linux apps and stuff like that, like how the quarks and all this stuff that they have to deal with versus Windows, where it's just grab the installer, install and go. You know. Yeah. The in the other room, they were having a good time, not a bad time. It's just <laughs> they're just playing. They're playing loudly. Um, yeah, I know. So one of the all right. So what I put that I'm worried about is I'm worried. I'm not really worried about the gaming side of it. I'm worried about right. the non-gaming stuff um, because. Even when I use Windows, I usually use applications that are also available on Linux. Like um, on right. Windows, I still use Firefox or Chrome or or Brave. I mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't I don't really use Kden Live, but I use GIMP. I use GIMP on even on Windows. Like, yep, um, Krita is available Krita, on Windows. Yep. Um, there's a lot of applications that just I think Linux users kind of know is like their go-to application that they already use, you know, different mail clients. Um, whereas if you're coming from Windows and you've not already sort of adopted uh, that sort of open source, even on Windows kind of thing, then he's got the additional hurdle of like, not only am I trying a different OS, but, you know, this uh, Adobe software that I use to edit videos is not available on mm-hmm. Linux. And so I'm going to have to try, uh, I'm going to have to Google video editing on Linux and there's going to be like a top six list. And in that top six list, only one of them is really going to be good for pop OS. And, and so, I mean, they're yeah. going to, they're going to run into like those hurdles, you know, whereas I, I they're not even going to find pop OS. They're going to find Ubuntu stuff yeah, and they're yeah. going to have to translate it to pop OS mm-hmm. because I mean, it's the same thing, but it, they're still going to have to in their mind be like, Oh yeah, right. I can look up Ubuntu stuff because yeah. I'm on pop OS. Yeah. And I think that that goes to some of the criticism they made in this most recent episode. I think that they they talk a lot about how like we like if you've lived in the Linux world for a long time, you may take it for granted that like oh you're going to hand somebody a computer and they're going to be able to use this software. They're going to know to use this software in this situation. Right. Um and you know, it's it's likely they're not going to have the same experience you did because, you know, they're they're not going to have that years those years of experience of you learning to live in that environment. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of the aspect of the challenge that I'm a little worried about because obviously I want them to have a good experience because if they, if they talk about it on their show, there's going to be a lot of people that it's going to be more apt to try, 
Linux right. gaming because of it. Um, not that I, I appreciate the fact that I think they're going to talk about it honestly, but I just, I just, uh, I kind of hope that they're getting a, some guidance in some way to use certain applications. That's, that's the thing that I'm not sure about because Linus said specifically that he didn't want help. Like yeah, even yeah. from, even <laughs> from Anthony, which is their like n- resident Linux user. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is the, I, just everything that he keeps saying. It yeah, just I mean, adds up to being possibly a bad scenario. <laughs> like, I, and it's not really a fair comparison. Like, imagine like using Windows for the first time, fumbling around in the dark. Like, it's impossible to find yeah. a person that's never been exposed to Windows because it is just well, such a part of our society. Right. But like, if you could, like, that's why your grandparents seem dumb using computers because they never. They never right. had to learn it. They never had to do it. They didn't have 30 years like just using it. And right. it, it's going to be like that for, for, for Linus where, you know, it's just, he's going to be just stumbling around in the dark. He's be like, God, this is so much harder than Windows. But it's like, <laughs> it would be. If you were just as dumb about Windows as you are right now about Linux, then it would be. It would be exactly as hard. Um, yeah. So I just... Well, it was like me when, when I got my first Mac back in 2010. Mm-hmm. I was like... I I mean I could figure it out for for the most part, but like as far as finding yeah. apps and stuff like that, and then the whole DMG, you know, they put yeah. it on the desktop, and then you gotta like I was like, whoa, what is this? There's no installer. What's going on? Here? I know, like, I know. It that- was so confusing at first. Mm-hmm. I just like I would be like, okay, I'm just gonna hit the, I'm just gonna hit Chrome here, and <laughs> we're just gonna yeah. go online. I I remember. <laughs> I remember the first time using a Mac um, and yeah, whenever you install something and it just tells you like to slide it, like just yeah. slide this from yep. here to here. And it's what like, what's that going to do? <laughs> like, what? Oh, and, that's a desktop icon. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no. It's like, it's like, all right, like just uh, close this and let me find the installer. Like where's the installer? Yeah. You know, like it can't, yeah, exactly. it can't possibly be that easy where I just slide it from there. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and then they had the app store. I'm like, what the heck's an app store? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, where's the app store every time I go onto Windows? Oh, wait, it sucks. And, you know, it's another thing, too. I can't remember who I heard talk about this recently. Um, I think it was Destination Linux. They were talking about how um, people give this unfair comparison between Linux mm-hmm. and Windows versus Mac and Windows. Like, people buy a Mac, and they just expect. Like, I just know, because I bought a Mac, that this is going to be used for for Adobe products, right? Apple products, and I'm never going to play a game on it for my entire life, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. or I'll play like the very small library of games that's possible to play <laughs> on a Mac. But like, no one looks at Linux that way. No one looks at Linux no. like, like, oh, it's an OS that I can use for development. And, uh, and it, it has a, it actually has a larger inventory of games that are available compared to, to Mac. Like no, no one compares it that way. Right. Um, and like a Swiss army knife versus like a shovel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, it's like Linux is so much closer to being uh, a gaming environment than right. than Mac is. They they have exactly the same problem. It's just the community that is developing things to get around that in in the Linux world has just really been pushing more towards games than they have the types of things that the Mac community yep. has been pushing towards. Um, yep. But yeah, so. Uh, one one conversation that they they had in this episode that I thought uh, was kind of revealing was they talked about GitHub, which yeah. See, I I don't remember this part. I must I must have tuned it, out at that time because I don't remember this. I I jokingly told you I was getting heated about it. I actually thought it was yeah. funny. This was one of like like 
I maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I use GitHub on Windows exactly as I do on Linux. Like I don't know what's right. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but even on because the only time I ever use GitHub is for work, and even on my work PC, which runs Windows, I have a terminal in my um in my uh, Visual Studio Code. Um, right, and I just get I just get clone in that in the actual Visual Studio application. I just get clone whatever I'm downloading, and then you know if I'm on if I'm on the server that this is going to be on, then I, I get it there. Like I I don't do I mean, any. Can't you use something like Git Kraken? Does isn't that on both? Yeah, Windows and yeah, you can Linux, actually. Right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, the reason why you just reminded me of that the reason why I have a terminal in my um, Visual Studio Code is because of some Git extension that I've installed. Um, right. But it's actually Git that is giving you the ability like to, to have that terminal. Um, right. And and so on Windows or Linux, I would use it the same way. And in the conversation that they had about it, and, and they were using it as part of their discussion of this, uh, of this challenge they're doing. Um, yeah. They were talking, I don't know what it was he was trying to install, but he was talking about how he was like going specifically to that file in the Git repository. And then he just oh, wanted yes. to. Oh, yes. Now I remember what. Now I remember. He was. I, I don't remember exactly, but I, I remember. I understand. That part I kind of. I understand intuitively why he ran into the dilemma he did, but I, I just got to mm-hmm. say, I've never. I've just never tried to do it this way, but I can see how he, how he got into this. But he was trying to right click on the file, but it's really a link to that file's documentation in GitHub. It's, it's not actually a yeah, link to the file. Right. And so when he right-clicks right. on it and saves it, he's just saving the website on the other side of that link, which is the GitHub uh, documentation for the file, um, instead of actually like cloning the file or downloading the file from, from Git. And his his description of this dilemma was that like this was like overall, like like this is an example of the greater problem with Linux where... Um, you know, you just expect that someone knows how to do that going into it. But I just don't think that's like, I just don't think that's normal operation. Like if I gave my grandmother Ubuntu, she wouldn't even, she would never go to GitHub, nor would she ever She'd need the Chrome to. icon and that'd be it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or whatever you gave her, you know, like I don't think, and even if you're taking it a step above our grandparents and saying, well, these are kind of computer power users, like maybe they'd use GitHub for some things. We've got an example coming up today with your laptop where there was a GitHub repository where someone uh, submitted a, a possible fix to one of the problems that you're having with your laptop. And right. so even if someone like Linus or like a power user uh, wanted to run Linux on their laptop and they're like, well, hey, I want this button to work. So there's this GitHub. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like that is the same process on Windows. Like I don't see how it's that different, but maybe it's just that, yeah, I don't see the difference really. You know what it could be? Uh, the only thing that I could grant it is that Linux users are so DIY and we have so like many like con- contributions from the individual that a system like GitHub is probably used more um in a in a Linux community versus a Windows community. Right. Um Although isn't GitHub owned by Microsoft or do I have it backwards? Microsoft owns <laughs> no, one of the two. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's owned by Microsoft. Yeah. Um, but I mean, anyway, I've used, a couple, I've used GitHub to get a couple things um, for Windows, but I, I basically just download the EXE from GitHub. It's not like yeah, I okay, make it or anything like that. It, it's already made in the EXE. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. They were kind of tongue in cheek, like that was part of the joke of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But there was there was like a kind of a monologue that Linus gave where he was like, "This is why 
you know, you you, ha- you take it for granted that people know these things. But I just don't feel like that's a Linux specific. Maybe thing. if they have such a bad thinking of how this is going to go, yeah, it's going to be much better than what they're <laughs> <laughs> what they're thinking already. So hopefully, he's yeah. thinking this thing is going to be a dumpster fire, and it's yeah. just not going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if he takes advice from Anthony, he'll be fine. Oh, I but think they're going to do fine. It's going to be a struggle. <laughs> I actually think that uh, lately, more than in the past, I've I've enjoyed uh, the WAN show, and I've learned I've enjoyed more of their commentary recently right. than than in the past. Um, and so uh, I don't know. We we were talking about this earlier today, and uh, I just thought that part was funny about the the GitHub thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think of that <laughs> as something that is like a specific Linux problem. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, I know that they they one thing he pointed out, and I completely agree with this, is that like uh, in the Linux community, you kind of have like two people. Like there's the there's the RTFM people, which of course mm-hmm. Linux Linux fans are very similar to Star Trek fans. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's the there's the like true fans, and then there's like the the like really open like Red we want to <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you have the RTFM people, but then you've got the people that are like super like call me anytime. Like you know, it's just here's my right. phone number. Send me a text, yep. but I'll answer all your questions. You know, um, and <laughs> I, I, I won't get burned out. <laughs> and, and I get, I get. Like he says, like, yeah, but I don't want to have to like call somebody. I don't want to have to like right. reach out to this community every time I have a problem. I want it to just work. And then maybe once in a blue moon, it's nice knowing that there's a good community out there that could help me in that event. But it shouldn't be like the way, like the default way to learn how to use your OS is it shouldn't be just like, oh, I, I rely on the kindness of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, I do that too often, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're really good about it. You're always helping people in the chat. Um, but I was going to put it out there. I don't know that I, we, you know, we have 60 subs. I don't know that any. I don't know that this is ever going to get to Linus. But if you have any questions, ask Crowbar Colonel Panic. We will try our best to <laughs> to help you. We'll sick the uh, we'll sick the Linux hounds on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, <laughs> that was uh, the first time we did news at the top of the show. Um, I actually, I actually think it went pretty good. That was good. Yeah, I liked it. I'm always worried that like we won't have like enough of a warm up if we don't do the the wonderings first. But that was kind of a warm up for the wonderings, which is really the, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> which is the real show. So, um, <laughs> you got a new laptop. Yeah, I did. It finally awesome. it, it came. How long did it take to come in? We just talked about it in the last episode, it, and then it, it came literally, in. It literally took about five days. It was That's fast. So wild. It was awesome, and it sold out now. Oh man. Yeah. I was like I, I looked there and I'm like, yes, yes, I beat the scalpers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think people are scalping laptops as much as GPUs though. Well, so. I it was such an unbelievable deal because you showed it to me and I was kind of like on the DL. I was kind of like, there's something up with this. Like there's no way I kind of thought there's that there's no too. way that that price is really that good. Um, but now that it's sold out, I think it really, I think it really was just that good. Yeah. <laughs> and like all, all I hear from everyone is like, do not wait for the deals at you know towards Christmas and all this stuff because there's mm. going to be nothing left. Yeah, da, 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 da. So I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm just taking this. I'm just going with it. <laughs> everybody, everybody is like talking about like the uh, the shipping trouble right now. But yeah, I think that. You know, it's, it's, I think in a lot of situations, they're just not selling stuff because I'm finding it harder to find things available. I think there's just a cascading effect going yeah, up through just, everything, right? Yeah. From the, 
the consumer right down to the manufacturer. It's like just cascading yeah. effect of death. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It could but. be that it's it's hard to find laptops because it's hard to get microprocessors to make laptops or something like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's that one little piece in the laptop that they can't get. And the rest of the laptops <laughs> built like these cars, but they can't get this one chip. <laughs> the tray the tray to the CD the CD drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something stupid like that, seriously. <laughs> oh man. I ordered something recently that came with a disc, and I was like, I don't have any disc drives. What am I going to put this in? <laughs> I always keep a spare disc drive lying around. Like, I have a Blu-ray player because I, I yeah do I, I rip all my Blu-rays and all the DVDs and all that stuff because yeah. I can't stand having all those. But, uh, yeah, I always keep one around because there's always that one time that you want to get that old software, and you just yeah. want to look at it once, and it's like, ah, oh, just blow this DVD in, whatever. <laughs> um. So does the does your your new laptop doesn't have a it doesn't have a disk drive this no it does not it yeah. does not it's a dinosaur disk drives have gone the way of the dinosaur it could not fit a disk drive with how oh yeah like pack this thing is wow it's got four outputs for for fan the fans four outputs <laughs> I gotta tell you the camera the camera looks a whole lot better it looks yeah I mean it, a huge it looks improvement. pretty good I can I can see it I can see it here it, I'm I'm pretty impressed by it I mean. I've never had this good of a camera for a webcam, at least. <laughs> um, Lighting's good here too in my parents' basement. That's where I'm at right now. But uh, oh, okay, okay. Um, so you were having trouble with the turbo button. Yes, there is a turbo button, and it and it it's awesome on Windows. Like you, you won't be able to hear anything after you hit it because the fans kick all the way up. <laughs> but with the noise canceling headphones on, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, under Linux, yeah, that that doesn't work until mm-hmm. you found the GitHub repository that actually enables it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, well, first thing I wanted to ask was like my ini- my initial impression. Of, I've never had a device with a turbo button. I'm pretty sure. I <laughs> Me think, the first one. I think my wife had like an old Dell Inspiron or something that had one like a long time ago, and I don't think it like you'd press the button and like nothing would change. Like. <laughs> Nothing would happen. It was just to make you think your computer was moving faster. Um, oh, this like this like overclocks the GPU and the CPU, and it turns the fans all the way up. Like it maxes okay. everything out. So That's it's like basically what it does. It's yeah. I read about it a little bit, but I was actually reading about a different laptop. It was one of the MSI oh, okay. turbo buttons, but I assume that they're probably they exist for a similar reason. But it's like because it's a laptop, you both want to deal with heat and power. Um, mm-hmm. and so typically they just have things clocked down, uh, to not consume as much power and produce as much heat. Right. But then whenever you don't care about those things, you can press the button to just max everything out. Well, there's, okay. So there's three, there's three modes. You can do custom mm. modes, but there's three default modes. There's normal, extreme, and turbo. Okay. Extreme won't put the fans up like at all. It just kind of like it overclocks everything and then adjusts by the temperature, how much the fans go up. Hmm. Turbo overclocks everything to the max right away and puts the fans up because it knows it's going to need to put the fans up. (laughs) (laughs) And you can only use the turbo button when the laptop is plugged in because it won't be able to, it just won't work. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, obviously. (laughs) Um, That's so funny. Like, it's funny because if you look at the original existence here, I'll find it real quick and and read it to you because I looked up turbo buttons like not on a modern laptop. I just looked up turbo button. Right. And it gave me like a Wikipedia, like <laughs> oh, no, a Wikipedia, a Wikipedia description option. of it. <laughs> uh, 
Turbo button. Button that does nothing. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same thing I read earlier, but uh, on IBM PC compatible computers, the turbo button selects one of two run states. The default normal speed of a reduced turbo speed. It was relatively common on computers using the Intel 80286. Intel, mm-hmm. bada, 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 bada. That was not the description I read earlier was like talking about how it was like a compatibility button basically between like mm. older older style games versus what? newer like yeah like at like the uh, is this linux <laughs> no no this was no no this was this was just like at like some turn of a uh, cpu architecture like oh yeah I got you. like from power pc to to um xa6 yeah yeah like maybe that was it but it was it was just you would you would have to hit this button to get the proper performance on the older style older style pc you, games how awesome would it be if linux laptops had that like a proton button like oh i need this game to work <laughs> proton button <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Isn't that what the gaming mode is? That's Valve, what it- Valve, listen to us. We need a Proton <laughs> button on the Steam Deck too. Come on. <laughs> well, Ubuntu has that, that game mode or whatever, so you can just have yeah, a button game that mode button. turns game mode on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so in, in researching that, because I kind of like my first... When I first hear Turbo Button, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's marketing. Like, Yeah, yeah, marketing crap. When I install Linux, everything's just going to run fully, and I'm going to have no battery life, but who cares? You know, That's, that's kind of what I thought would happen. I, I haven't tested battery life yet, so I can't <laughs> say anything yet. I haven't had it long enough to really get a good grip on that. Um, but I did, uh, like you alluded to, I did actually find a GitHub project. I have no idea how the validity of this or anything it's fine i'm not worried about it he actually <laughs> gives you yeah how good's the warranty how good's the warranty totally different hard drive so i'm not worried about this screwing with with my windows well, and stuff or anything well let me read you <laughs> let me read you his warning uh, first um oh crap but uh this is from uh uh jafar akandali I, I i'm sure i butchered your name i apologize but um i'll leave a link to this in the show notes but this is Acer Gaming RGB Keyboard Backlight and Turbo Mode Linux Kernel Module. Um, and it's for the Predator line, the Helios line, and the Nitro line. Um, now, I'm surprised that you can't just use... Uh, what's the name of this application? This uh, CKB Next um, application. That's what I use for my uh, all my RGB stuff. I'm surprised that... Uh, have you, you might tr- be able to use that for the keyboard, maybe. That's how, have you tried that by any chance? I, I have not tried anything yet, really, because okay. I'm just kind of trying to test games out and stuff. That's all I've yeah. been doing. Um, so I haven't got to try all that, but I, I do want to get into that because I've always wanted to see. I've never had a keyboard that I could do that with yeah. that I needed you know, a special software for. So now that I do, I'm going to be like going crazy with all these different yeah. things that I could try out. I, uh, whenever, whenever, whenever COVID, whenever the COVID lockdowns first started and I was working from home, I was like, I'm going to go buy a new keyboard. If I'm going to be working from home, I'm going to get me a, a nicer keyboard for my home computer. Yeah. And I went to Best Buy and it was like while I was supposed to be working. So like in the middle <laughs> of my work day, I go to Best Buy wearing a, you know, this is when they were doing the, you had to pull up and they You're do the reason the, for the always on camera. <laughs> <laughs> they do the, they do the, uh, they were doing the curbside thing and right. I got just some random Corsair keyboard um, that was like, you know, a hundred bucks or so. And when I got it home and plugged it up, the RGB, I don't know if it was just because I was on Linux or if it was just set this way, but the only RGB I could get was like this bright pink. 
course. <laughs> um, they have pink switches in it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, I had I just I went and returned it later that day for the the one that I have now. Um but yeah, it was funny. My coworkers were were cracking up about it. Um so uh yeah, so apparently this does not only the RGB on the keyboard, but also your turbo button issue. I'm very uh, interested in that. I want to see if it works. Now, the warning he gives, he says, warning, all caps, <laughs> use at your own risk. Of this course. driver <laughs> interacts with low-level WMI methods, which haven't been tested on all oh, series. Um and Maybe then, I'm going to get in contact with this guy and actually ask him <laughs> if he has my laptop or a close close cousin of my laptop. Now, he's Ooh, got that, a chart here. Have you looked to see if your model's in this chart? He has a I chart. I did not actually look in there. I should have I should have looked in. Is it on GitHub? Uh yes. Chart? Okay, let me um, let me let's take a take a quick look there. All right, cuz yeah, the AN series which uh yours, I don't remember what you said. Yours is a Nitro, right? Yeah, the Nitro. Yep, yep. Oh, the end is probably not in here because it's, it's this is newest. a new laptop. Yeah, so it may not have been tested yet. But the turbo mode is is uh, not. Hmm, do I test? <laughs> well, actually, it says it's not implemented. So they have a yes uh, or no for implemented versus tested. So yeah, if <laughs> if if it's My the luck. if it's the AN series, if the Nitro is the AN series, then it probably. All right, I gotta get in been. contact with this dude and see what it, see what we can do. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna be like, okay, disclaimer for you: I am not a programmer. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, supposedly this would. Well, I was gonna say supposedly this would solve your turbo button needs, but maybe not. It might eventually. Who knows yeah. if I get in contact with them and I actually maybe do some testing if I'm not too scared to do that. <laughs> maybe we can uh, get something going, but uh, I don't know. The, uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. How, how have you enjoyed the laptop so far? How's it been to you? So far, it's been like night and day from any other laptop I've ever had except for my MacBook Pro, which okay, that will always be my favorite only because... That keyboard is top notch for a laptop keyboard. They do have good keyboards, yeah. The, they really the do. The 2010 model, I, I don't know what it was about 2010, the 2010 model keyboard and Snow Leopard, but mm-hmm. those two things, the the soft the the um, Mac OS Snow Leopard, that's what I mean. Um I don't know what it was about those two things, but they were beautiful together. Yeah. <laughs> Any other version of Mac OS after that has been worse for me. I don't yeah. know why, but that's just how it was. I don't know if it's like nostalgia from just from me getting it and and using it for having a first my first Mac or what. But I haven't I used know. I haven't used uh, Mac OS since since leaving Geek Squad. That's the last time I I used Mac OS um, because none of my family members have it, and mostly when I would use it, it would be because I was helping somebody, you know, there. Right. With it. Yeah. But I do remember that it kind of like I think that kind of was the peak. You know that it seemed like the most usable was, yeah, Snow Leopard. Um, there was uh, I had I had a MacBook that um was like Scott's old MacBook that had a bad battery, and was trying to trying to fix it. Um, and I was gonna try to install Arch on it because there was like a there was like a project going for an Arch install on a right on the Intel series MacBooks, and um, I never I never could every time I would replace something. I would discover something else was broken. So like I replaced mm-hmm. the battery only to find out that the trackpad was bad. You know, it was like, it's just like a never ending yeah, cycle. Was it an expanded battery? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The battery that started will ex- break the track expanding. Pad. I've had that problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, they probably yeah. produce a lot of heat too, which is right behind the trackpad too. Well, what happens is, is when that battery expands, it actually makes the trackpad so you can't um, press down on it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the first indication that you'll notice of the battery swelling. And if you let it go for too long, like I did, it will break the trackpad underneath. Mm, yeah, that's probably what happened to this one because it had expanded to the point that the case was coming coming apart. You know. Yeah, I didn't go that far, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it was that yeah. far, it definitely broke the trackpad. <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> with this laptop, um, well, I, I since since the keyboard was kind of meh, I got I did get a wireless keyboard. This one here, if you can see it, Red Dragon. Oh yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's pretty nice. It's got a Gatoron Reds inside, and um, it's not even though you can hear it. Like, can you can you hear that? I can. Okay, even though you can hear that, it's not as loud as my corsier keyboard from like 10 years ago that have that has cherry mx reds in it um it's a nice keyboard i had a red dragon very nice i the keyboard i had before this one was a red dragon it wasn't this one um it was a, a blue a blue switch keyboard and it had a number pad i don't know what it but the price was similar i think that red dragon makes really good keyboards in this price range like yeah oh yeah and what I liked about this keyboard is it is it had it has all of the function keys. You just have to press um, FN, you know, to get the functions mm-hmm. and all stuff. It has media controls. You have to press FN to get those. Um, it has like uh, turn your um, brightness up and down, volume, all that stuff. And um, it also has over here like page up, page down, um, delete, insert, all that right here in this little section right there. Which yeah. is really nice because a lot of the sixty percent keyboards don't have those buttons. It just cuts off right at the uh, arrow keys. Yeah, yeah. I I'm on the fence about getting the uh, the System seventy six keyboard, but that's the thing is like I don't know oh, that know. it's just, so expensive for for it's, it's, what it is. You it know? is it is too expensive for what it is. But the 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 thing I just don't know. Even if it wasn't that one, I don't know that I could get used to the reduced keyboard like that. Um, it's but, hard for me with this one because I have a full keyboard uh-huh. and I constantly am mistyping things, fat thumbing them, whatever you mm. want to call it. <laughs> fat yeah. fingering. It's yeah. I'm on uh, the fence. I'm I'm on the fence about whether I could get used to it or not. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see I'm how you used feel to about it, which that. Which I'm surprised. I'm. Ve- it's very hard for me to usually get used to things like this. Like I I used to be on a controller all the time and i stopped using a controller for games mm-hmm. and i went back to a controller and i couldn't believe how hard it was for me to actually get used to that controller again even though i used it for i don't know what 10 years <laughs> you know before. i don't think i don't so. think i could uh do the controller thing i actually have i, I bought like a, a a box of all these different controllers and i I don't yeah, know if... for me unless it's an old game that I have to use like if it's N64 I use my N64 mm-hmm. controller unless it's that it's so hard for me to get used to it. I'll tell you something I discovered um and and it goes into uh, something I was going to talk about in this episode I, I picked up some games I haven't had time to uh actually like play them and review them yet. Right. Um but all three of the games are first person either first person shooter or they're just first person. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've been playing like the third person MMO action RPG. I think I've been playing those so long that I, I've, I've lost my like 
my motion like whenever I try to play a first person game now, it makes me feel dizzy. Like the first Ooh, time I, I like the first couple of times I that I did it. Talking about. Yeah. I do. Are we just getting old? Is it like an older thing? I don't You know what? To be honest, <laughs> I don't know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought I was the only one that gets like that. But I mean, when I play a first person game anymore, like I, I usually only play first person RPGs, except yeah. for like um Metro Exodus, that's a shooter slash RPG. Yeah. But like when I switch between them, I'm I'm always more sick on the ones that are first person versus third person. And you know, I don't think it you you know, now that we're now that I'm fleshing this out, talking to you about it a little bit more, I don't really know if it's like first person shooters because I feel like Counter Strike like there's there's I feel like there's shooter games that I can play and it doesn't make me it doesn't make me feel this way. You know what? You know what it is too? It's the refresh rate of the monitor versus the frame rate of the game. If it's a low frame rate, I get more nauseous. Huh. Like if I'm down in the thirties, I'm like I, I get kind of weird until it gets back up into the sixties again. That's so bizarre. Like for for instance, Kingdom Come Deliverance, that's a first person RPG game. Some uh-huh. cities I'll walk into, even with this laptop on Windows, will hit thirties frames per second. And hmm. I get like kind of motion sick at that. And then once I'm past the city I'm fine because it goes back up to like 100 frames a second or whatever the heck it, it'll get, 70 or whatever, and I'll be totally fine. The smoothness comes back. Maybe it is something like that. I'm not sure. I mean, I, Try I, limiting a game to 30 frames per second and see if that does it like instantly because for me, it's instant. As soon as the hmm. game drops below a certain frame rate, I can tell because I start to get a little a little weird headache kind of. like It's just strange. Yeah, yeah, no. It does it for me hard, so I'll just quickly like go through these. I picked up I picked up while they were on sale Underworld Ascend- Ascendant and that game is uh it's like a spiritual successor to an an old uh, RPG game um but it's like a puzzle platformer kind of game it's it's sort of like a fantasy portal kind of thing like where you're like solving these puzzles to get through these different rooms and different areas um Right. But but you're also like fighting skeletons and things along the way with like swords and spells and things. So it's like a really like high fantasy uh, dungeon crawler, but with like this like platformy puzzle kind of thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, when I play the game, like it just it starts making me nauseous. And at first, I thought, oh, it's just this game because because that game kind of has mixed reviews. And so I was like, right. maybe that's maybe it's got something to do with the the, the game itself. So I picked up a few more. Uh, one is the Long Dark. Um, I have the Ling Dark in the show notes, but it's the long, <laughs> it's the long dark, um, which uh, which is a, a very interesting game. I can't wait to play more of it so I can give a review of it. It's like a, it's it's sort of like you're like playing through this book kind of thing. It's a, uh, it's telling you a story, very cutscene heavy, um, but it's like a survivor game where like you have to make sure that you eat, that you get warmth, right. that you drink water, all this kind of stuff. All in the meanwhile, you're you're following through this story. Um, but again, it made me feel nauseous. But then what finally signaled it for me that, hey, I think there's something going on with, I think there's something going on with me, not these games. I picked up a, a game called Notch and I didn't even play much of it before I, I, I got a headache and gave up. But uh, it's uh, it's just, it was just this interesting game. It was only like $7 on Steam and it's like a, a small company. Um, it's a, uh, I, I need to look and see what what country they're from, but it's from, uh, they're, they're, they're not an American company. It's very... It's very it's translated to English and uh I would say poorly. It's not that it's not that great translated. Um right, but gotcha, the gotcha. the the environment of the game looks beautiful and the pictures of the environment is what enticed me to pick it up because it was so cheap. 
Um, but once I actually started playing the game, the interface and all of the all of the interfaces in the game are really bad. So I don't know if I'm going to play right. it enough to review it, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm interested to see. You want a game that really makes you sick? Yeah, Elder Scrolls. Um, the first the first Elder Scrolls game where yeah. it's like. Um, oh, I can't think of what it is. Not, not. I keep thinking blades, but that's the that's the phone one. Um, um Elder Scrolls. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Arena, Arena. That's oh. what it is. Play that game. If that doesn't make you sick, nothing else will. <laughs> that game. Oh man, it is bad. I, I I got it for free with GOG on a on a. Oh, I recognize this bundle. cover. I recognize this cover because it had it had the like uh, the the like half naked lady with the sword on the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember this no, cover. That game will make you sick. There is no way around it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's capped at a certain frame rate, probably. <laughs> um so uh, uh yeah so graham says he kind of has the same problem he says that uh um that if you disable motion blur um, i do disable motion blur I, I i do do that for that reason i, I know yeah. exactly what he's talking about i do do that but it's still if it hits below 30 some frames per second or in in the 30s i i'm instantly I, headache instantly i think the question I don't want this episode to just be talking about how I'm getting old, but like I, I do this when I'm watching YouTube videos. If someone's like, like looking around a room with the, with the camera and like they're moving too much, I I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I gotta, I gotta, I can't have it full that screen. It doesn't bother me. Oh my God. Yeah. It makes me, it makes me so nauseous. Um, yeah. So maybe, Oh, you know what made me nauseous too? Freaking, <laughs> um, freaking Loki, Loki. When they, when they were doing oh. that one scene where yeah. they were flipping the camera around I haven't seen the new. I haven't seen it yet. Well, if you watch it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. They flip the camera from from upside down to right side up, and oh my gosh, that I had to look away. I couldn't. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? It's not me getting old thing because I remember I actually had to get up and go to the restroom. I was so nauseous during Cloverfield, like in the movie oh, theater. Oh yeah, that movie is no yeah. Like halfway through the movie, <laughs> I was just like, I can't take this anymore, and I went to the restroom, and I'll leave the rest of the story. <laughs> For, for another day <laughs> oh man no i know what you're talking about with that movie that movie's oh yeah i can't watch that for no. yeah but, i tried i tried watching that movie. but i mean i grew up playing first person uh, video games like, Me like too. it's never been i say that but the key games i the key games of my youth were resident evil and metal gear which are both third person Mm, so okay. maybe this has been a problem longer than I realized, but I know that I played like Modern Warfare, uh, Counter Strike, like those games have never bothered me. So I don't, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know because I used to play the first person games. I used to play uh, Morrowind and uh, Oblivion, um, and then Halo yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, that never used to bother me ever. Huh. Like, but I always played on a console. I never really played mm. on a PC until I until about maybe like 2010 or something like that. And I always played on a console, and with that, the frame rate is locked. You know, it's kind of kind of yeah. smooth. It's not, and no... it's not right in your face. You know, you probably play that on too, a television. Yeah. But but for me, Counter Strike. I mean, like first person shooter games were how I got into PC gaming. I don't know, man. I'm gonna I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna play like. <laughs> all right, so maybe this is our hundred sub thing. If we get a hundred <laughs> subs, here we go. Here we go. We get a hundred subs. Oh, sick. <laughs> For a hundred subs, let's go. Yep. So, if we get a hundred subs for a month, I will play only first-person games oh, and man. see if see if I can get over the curse, the motion blur curse. <laughs> <sighs> um, 
how long have we been streaming? How are we doing on time? I actually don't know. I, I don't have my... I usually have a timer up here, but... <laughs> we, we've been streaming for about an hour, but the show itself has probably only been going for about 50, about 50 minutes. Okay. All right, can I can I just kind of get in here just quick yeah. by uh, the mice I want to try and get? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so I'm looking for a MMO mouse that is wireless because I tried using my wire my wired one with this and the and the wire just is it's too much of a pain. Um, and I looked at let's see here what is it four yeah four different ones here. Um, I looked at the Razer Naga Pro, which is kind of out of my price range right now. Yeah. Um, I looked at the Utex Smart Venus Pro, the Red Dragon M913, which the Utex Smart and the Red Dragon are basically the same mouse if you look at them, except for they're di- from different companies. Um, and then the Logitech Lightspeed G640, which is the one, or 604, which is the one I'm using right now because I bought that for my wife a while ago. Oh, um, and I do okay. like that one, but the problem with that one is, is it only has six buttons on the side instead of 12, and I really like to have the 12. Yes, I know what you mean. I'm looking at it now. Um, like, I'd really, I really would like the Razer Naga, but it's just so expensive, comparatively speaking, to these other ones, you know? I used to have the Razer Naga, and I really liked that mouse a lot, and I had it for a very long time. So I mean I can vouch for it. The thing I don't like mouse. about the Razer mice is they don't have enough of a curve for me. Like they're almost too flat. Because I have used several different ones in the past, and I don't know if they've changed the design or not, but they they almost seem too flat for my for my hand. It is like a bit smaller because I I my Razer Naga went bad whenever our air conditioner broke, and it got <laughs> like over ninety degrees in our house um, for almost two weeks. Oh right, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh jeez. <laughs> And the <laughs> the 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 thing that went bad was uh, we lost, we we had two casualties of that whole situation and one was my mouse my Razer Naga mouse and the other was the dog food all the dog food went bad oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. it must have been the humidity I guess right yeah yeah I don't know well we our our dog got sick shortly after and then oh yeah the right. more research I I when I looked into it I think that's what it was um. Oh. Interesting, but uh, but anyway, that's nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> um, but like, uh, I, I got a new mouse, I got the Corsair Scimitar, which I think is what you have, yeah, now, that's right? the one I have. Yep, that's the one I have, and I just it, the cord is just too much of a pain on my laptop with my lap desk that I got, yeah. So I don't think that the Naga is too small, but this scimitar feels okay. huge in my hand now that I'm used to holding the, scimitar, the, Naga. the, the scimitar, feels like feels too small for me. God, this like, feels huge. I'm used to it now, but when I first bought it, hand, I, like, <laughs> is my hand like huge or something? Like, I don't know. I don't get it. Everyone I talk to is like, oh, this thing is so big. I'm like, this thing is not that big. I think, I think you're just used to it because the scimitar, I'm telling you, whenever I first held it, I was like, dude, this thing is gigantic. But now I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me now. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I would I would vote for the Naga. It's a good mouse. I kind of I kind of <sighs> wish I, I'll be honest with you. I kind of wish I had just bought the Naga again instead of the Scimitar because I also have problems with the Scimitar with my KVM switch switching from my oh. desktop to my uh, my work laptop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the I have the back button program to go back. Well, I I call it the back button. I have this button programmed to go back in Linux, but right. then when I switch over right. to my Windows PC, I hit that button and it changes the sensitivity. Um, where my Naga, oh, yeah. my Naga always like I didn't have to do any programming on Linux. I didn't have to map any have, buttons on your Windows PC. Do you have the software installed? No, because it's my work PC. Like I don't want to install like. Uh, I mean, I guess I could. That but, would be the fix. That would be the fix. Yeah. You'd install that. You'd set it up on there, and then as soon as it switched to that PC, it would automatically know that that's the right button. Yeah, but like the Naga, like it comes with software, but like I, I literally never used it. I never have used it on Windows or Linux. It just all the all the buttons just map you know, to the numpad mm. and then the back button mm. is the back button. Yeah. And I just switched the games instead of having to switch the software. I switched each game to the, what I want. Well, in the, in the, with the Naga, I never needed to do that. It was just, right. you know, it was always just maps the way I w- you Plug would expect play, it. baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So All right, yeah. well, maybe that'll be a Christmas present because I cannot afford that right now, especially <laughs> with this laptop payment coming out. <laughs> what is the, <laughs> what's the, what is the price difference? Uh, so the the Naga is a hundred bucks. This Logitech, I'm looking on. This is not the wireless Naga. This oh, is see, the I wired. Want, I need the wireless one. I need the wireless one. That's yeah, with problem. your laptop situation. Yeah, you probably want the wireless one. Well, what I'm doing, what I'm doing too, is I'm hooking it up to my TV and I'm couch gaming. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that I want to do, <laughs> and and that's just like not going to happen with a wire with a wired mouth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I just buy like a thirty foot freaking USB A to A. <laughs> All right, so your your laptop is not in your lap because you're using a wireless oh. keyboard. Yeah, you need a wireless mouse. Exactly. <laughs> I've never tried the wireless Naga, but I imagine it's it's just as good. Um, and the Logitech's probably pretty good. I've never had a Red Dragon mouse. Their keyboards get really good reviews. I, like their I, keyboards. I had a Red get... Dragon mouse for years. For like ten years, I had a wired one. And it okay. was great, but eventually what happened was is the is the um uh left click button started to get mushy and then it would kind of double click and not click sometimes and stuff. Mm. But I had for like ten years and with no problems. Mm. Yeah. That's uh I mean eventually they got it they all gotta go sometimes. That's probably yeah, a sign no, anything physical, <laughs> it's gotta go eventually. Yeah. But um that's that's the only reason why I'm even considering it. Um yeah, I don't know. My vote would still go the for thing the thing I like about the Logitech other than the fact, the negative that it has only has six buttons is that it takes a double A, so I don't have to worry about charging it. I can just switch out the battery. Yeah, or get you some charge rechargeable double A's. Or yeah, or the rechargeable ones. But I'm just saying, if it dies, I can always just switch battery instead of having the oh crap, I got to plug it in and all this, you know, bull crap. That's probably a really good mouse. Um, just like you, I don't know if I could give up the buttons. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't think I could because I actually have it. My like I said, I'm using it right now, and it's not what I want. I I need more. Even though it does have the scroll wheel can go left and right on that, I just can't get used to that. I've tried that, and it's just not like to put to map those as eight and nine. Mm-hmm. You know, because it goes up to six or seven, eight. I should say seven, eight. Um, it just doesn't. It's not the same. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, those are my choices. I don't know. The U-Tech and the Red Dragon look exactly the same. The software looks exactly the same. I don't know. Maybe I'll go with them because they're 50 is, bucks. I don't know. <laughs> is there a price difference between the U-Tech and the Red Dragon? Or are they both about 50 uh, I think they're like maybe a couple dollars difference. I would go with the Red five. Dragon then just because you know that brand versus the U-Tech, but they probably literally right. are the same mouse. They look the same, yeah. Um, I had some drawing tablets that were like that a while back where it was like literally the same drawing tablet. Um, they just had different brands on them. 
Um, but yeah, Red Dragon is it's crazy how they sell these like cheap devices this way, but they get really good reviews. They're really good. They remind me of the Sennheiser of headphones. Like Sennheiser <laughs> always has these cheap yeah. headphones that are like really good in that price range. Like you can get better headphones, but not for not for sixty, fifty, sixty dollars. Yep. Yeah. Um yep. it's it's they're just really good in that price range. Um so I was gonna bring up I was gonna bring up this work from home dilemma I have. I'll kinda I'll kinda maybe give it to you quick before we end the show. Um, I love the idea of your gaming laptop because I wish that I just had like a, if I had a, if I had a gaming laptop set up instead of a desktop, then I could just have like a USB-C docking station or like a Thunderbolt, uh, docking station of some kind. And then I could just, whenever it's time to do work from home, I unplug my gaming laptop and plug in my work laptop and I can work from home the way it is now. I try to use this KVM switch that only has one HDMI. And so I have this monitor over here will be my KVM monitor that routes to my, my laptop. And then I have my laptop screen right here. But when I sit at my desk, like all of this is like shifted to my right, you know? So I kind of have to like kind of okay, get in this yeah. corner over here. You know? And, um, it's just not a comfortable, it's just not a comfortable like work environment. Like, I can't, and then there's no way for me to actually connect these two monitors, this mouse and keyboard, all to my laptop without some sort of dock. Um, right. And and my and the company provides me this thing, uh, this like Lenovo USB thing, but it's only got one HDMI, and oh, it, it's yeah, it's got like two two USBs. Like I'm basically in the same situation as my KVM. So yeah. I was thinking, my desktop has USB C. Now I checked. I checked my motherboard specs, and it is a USB C versus a Thunderbolt. So I have to make sure that I get a USB C uh, dock. It can't take right. advantage of the Thunderbolt like capability, speeds, and everything. Um, but I I picked out two um, that I think could work. But uh, basically, what I was thinking is if I route my my desk setup here to that dock and then route that to my desktop. Then when I want to use my laptop, I'll just park it over there by the desktop and then switch the USB-C cables. Um, the, the first one I, I found was, uh, this is kind of the more expensive one. Um, I'm going to have to do this monitor trick because if I try to drag it over, I'm going to get the white, the white screen of death. Um, <laughs> so I found this like a uh, Tobe, Tobe, known. Tobin, Tobin one, Toblerone. Toblerone. <laughs> I found a Toblerone docking station, but it's like a big, like honking unit that like I'll have to sit like on that my desk. Big, that's a big sucker. <laughs> and it seems like it has like a pretty good selection. It's got two HDMIs, which right everything. Yeah. But right now I'm, I'm using a display port, but I, I could switch to HDMI if this actually works. Um, so I could plug my mouse and keyboard and my monitors into this and then plug uh, the USB-C into my desktop. And now I noticed that this has host one and host two. So I wonder if you can actually plug two PCs into this at once and it'll sort of act as a switch. It kind of looks like it. Yeah. Um, and if that's, if that's what this does, then that's actually perfect. This is probably exactly what I need. Um, but this is the more expensive one at 120 bucks. Um, so I'd only want to buy it like if I was sure like th- this was going to solve this problem because I live like an hour away from my job and they don't mind if I work from home. They want me to come in sometimes, but they don't mind if I work from home. And I just I just don't feel right doing it because I know how much less productive I am from home versus there. And it has a lot to do with my monitor real estate. Like 
I on Friday right. I worked from home until like eleven, and I was just like, I'm not getting anything done, and I just drove an hour up there just so I could use, you know, oh my both, both wow. my monitors, mouse, and keyboard. Um, mm. so yeah, this is one option, but then the the more inexpensive option, um, is this USB C. All right, let's see if I try to move this here to here. No, I got a white screen. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Can I move this? Okay, saved it. Um, <laughs> um, this is just like a USB-C like kind of extension thing, similar to what I already have now. Yeah. Only it has a whole lot more um, plugs, and it actually will do. It looks like it's got a Display Port, um, and then two HDMI's, and so you know I don't have to switch one thing to HDMI. Um, so maybe this is a this is a better solution. I don't know. I don't know. And then the, so then the question is, well, if I use something like a USB C docking station for my desktop, what am I sacrificing? Is there any, is there anything? Oh, it just hit me. I know what I'm sacrificing. My GPU is not going to go through the USB C device. I had to plug my, Oh, cause it's Thunderbolt. Yeah. My, I, I, I can't, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to use like my system is not going to use my GPU memory right wait wait hold on what do you oh no it should it should just be like the plug-in and display i don't know I how so? i don't know how it i don't know how it translates to it says mirror and non-mirror mode i don't know how it does that because i've only ever used a hdmi switch and you have to switch between them or have yeah. mirrored mode so i don't know how it does that but it looks like you can have three monitors plugged into the second one you've got the cheaper one yeah and you can actually have them in non-mirrored mode which means obviously you can have three different displays yeah, 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 yeah. But what I mean is, if it's running through the USB C on my motherboard, then I think it's just like a Display Port. I think like, that's literally what it's being used like. I guess I'm, I'm probably you know. my 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 motion blurred old man mind is not following this right now. Um, yeah, because you because basically you're plugging this thing into a USB port. Basically, right? It's right. not a dis- it's not a a a um right. But if I were plugging port, if if I were a Display Port. But think, but but think, but it's if I'm plugging a USB audio device into my computer, it's not using, it's not using my sound card. You know what I mean? Like well, if I, I'm if I'm plugging an external device to power my monitors, it. is it going to bypass my my GPU? I think it would, because it's not using Thunderbolt. Is that what you're saying? I don't know what I'm saying. Well, this <laughs> this one isn't. This one isn't. Is this one not rated for Thunderbolt? Uh, my 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 motherboard is not. The, right, your motherboard is not. But is this is this are these two oh, things not right? Because maybe oh, you have it. to have Thunderbolt to do this. Uh, well, they, I found it by looking up USB-C, but most things, I mean, if it does Thunderbolt, it would also do USB-C. But, right, but Thunderbolt is like connected right to the PCI bus. Yeah. I don't know. I got to research this more. I'll research it more and then we'll come back and talk about it. But, um, that's my dilemma. If anybody has any, any solutions, how old is the laptop that you have? My laptop is a uh, Kudu. What are you trying to do? Uh, so I'm not using my laptop. I want to use my gaming setup, but be able to switch from it to my oh, laptop. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, so your so your desktop PC you, you doesn't have Thunderbolt. It just has USB C. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. You're gonna definitely have to do a little more research yeah. on that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I got hooked for that loop right before. Like as we were talking about it, I had not considered that. So I don't know. I'll research it. We'll talk about it next week. But 
Anyway, um, oh, uh, we got some comments this week. I apologize. I'll uh, probably have to read them next week. I don't know if I can pull them up that quickly. Uh, again, I keep forgetting to look at them. <laughs> I'm constantly forgetting to look at the YouTube comments. Let me see if I can get to them real quick. We got we we got one comment um, that was like a response to our previous one. I wanted to at least go over that one if I could. Come on, cut all this. Cut all this out. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> All right, comments. Uh, so, well, the only one I've got marked as not being responded to um, is from, uh, I don't know if you remember, but we had uh, an Ancient 24 uh, mm-hmm. last week. Uh, so he <laughs> said, thanks for the shout out. I'm still uh, shopping around looking for solutions. Um, since my computer runs a TV in another room that uh, a long HDMI cables. Oof. Um, my main PC and a graphics tablet, and they all required different DPI scaling, and oh, some, <laughs> and some display. Man, I don't even feel bad about my problem anymore. Um, yeah. Some display, <laughs> some display get turned off depending on what I do. Um, I also had uh, issues with audio sources moving uh, to the TV. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep at it though. Unrelated. But my heart sank whenever I first uh, watched the cast and the sub count dropped below 60. But now it's back up above, so uh, you still have to do the challenge. Um, Ancient, <laughs> I did the challenge. It was a 50-sub challenge. I did this challenge. Uh, we talked about it in – I think I've talked about it in two episodes, but maybe I need to do like an independent video of just reviewing i3. Um, in, in general, though, I did the challenge. I didn't hate i3. I didn't love i3. I, I thought it was I thought it was a little like unspectacular to be honest with you. Um, it was usable, right? Yeah, it was usable. There was gripes <laughs> that I had with it, but nothing I couldn't live with. I definitely do not I think people that are ta- that talk about how like how much more like oh, I'm so much more productive cuz I use i3 instead of a regular desktop. Nah. Nah, you just think it looks cool. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not saying that's wrong, but that's all it is. Um it's each their own. <laughs> right. Right. You can think that, but it's not it's not more productive, bro. Um uh but yeah, I think the one hundred sub challenge will be uh I can only play first person shooters for an entire month, which will be I never thought about this before, first but person I, shooters or first person games. First person games. First person games. Okay. Um, but I really never like Skyrim is like the last first person game I played. <laughs> like I haven't <laughs> played a first person game in forever. Is The Witcher first person? No. No. Yeah. That's see. Third. See. Yeah. So I haven't played. I haven't played a first person game in so long. <laughs> I'll do it for an entire month if if we get a hundred subs. I'll do it for I'd an give entire you a pass month. To play the Witcher though. That's that's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me find the outro music and we will get out of here. All right, here it is. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Peace. See you.